This is the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent, where you will be encouraged to be confident, courageous, and inspired in everyday life. Hey guys, welcome to the Everyday Encouragement Podcast. My name is Beth Sargent, your host. I am so excited to be with you today to share something that's on my heart. So go ahead grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, let's get comfortable and let's start talking. I wanna share something today with you that I've struggled with in the past and I still sometimes have a hard time with and that's fear. I can think back of when I was little and something that I was afraid of. I used to love to watch the movie Wizard of Oz. I thought it was a great movie. I loved the Lollipop Kids, one of my favorite movies, But there was one thing in the movie that scared me so much, and that was the flying monkeys. I really thought that they were real. They scared me. And then after I'd watched the movie, I would think that the flying monkeys were going to come and visit me at my home. And I became so afraid of that. And that fear seemed so real. And you know, we can laugh about that and think that's funny. And you can think back today of something that maybe you were afraid of in your childhood. Maybe there was a fear, maybe a fear of spiders, or maybe you watched a show like that and you had fear. But as we continue to grow up, we grow up and you know what? We're not afraid of the flying monkeys on the Wizard of Oz anymore. But there are things that we go through in life. And if we're not careful, fear can creep in. I once heard Joyce Myers say that fear was false evidence appearing real. And I think that is so true. If I think back about how I was scared of the flying monkeys, it was something false, but it truly was appearing real to me. And as we grow up, as we go through life, there are going to be things that we go through and there are going to be times that we feel fearful. There have been several things that I've went through in my life where fear has completely gripped me and I've been so afraid. But I love what it says in Psalms 37, 3 through 9. It says in the Passion Translation, keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure, feasting on his faithfulness. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. And he will provide for you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find that he pulled it off perfectly. He will appear as your righteousness as sure as the dawning of a new day. He will manifest as your justice as sure and strong as the new day sun. Quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. And don't think for a moment that the wicked in their prosperity are better off than you. I love reading Psalms 37. I think that it's very encouraging. And there's several things that we can take out of that scripture to apply to our lives when we're going through something that we may be fearful of or that we're dealing with fear in our lives. And the first thing that we see is that it says, keep trusting in the Lord. Keep trusting in God. The first thing that we need to do is we need to trust the Lord. There was a time about 12 years ago, I had become really sick. I had uh, got the flu 
And then after I got the flu, I had double pneumonia and I went to the hospital, stayed for a week. I was released. I went home. I kept getting worse and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't hardly talk because I couldn't breathe. And so my husband said, you know, we're going to have to go back to the hospital. We're going to have to get you checked out. There's, there's something wrong. Something else is going on. We went back to the hospital for the second time. I had never been so sick in my entire life. And we went in and they discovered that there was fluid built up around my lungs from the pneumonia. It was called pleural infusion. They did a CT scan. And at first they said, I think that we could go in with a needle and drain the fluid. But then after they looked further into it, they realized there was way too much fluid to be able to do that. The next step was they said, okay, well, let's do a chest tube and we can drain it in that way. And I went into the hospital on a Friday and on a Saturday afternoon, I had a doctor standing at the foot of my bed and he was explaining to me that there was no way that they could take that fluid out of my lungs by a needle. They could not drain it with a chest tube. There was too much fluid that I was going to have to have lung surgery. That was the last thing I ever wanted to hear, that I was going to have to have lung surgery. And of course, being a mom and having little children at home, I told him, I said, well, is there just not something else we could do? I don't have time to have lung surgery. I've got three little ones at home. And he said, if your children want to keep their mom, then you're going to have to have this surgery. Because if you don't have this surgery, you're going to die. So on a Sunday morning, we had emergency surgery for lung surgery. And I went in, I had the lung surgery. They went in, they discovered my lung had collapsed. I also had MRSA inside of my lungs, which is staph infection. I was very, very sick. I was going to have to go home with a PICC line and have IVs at home with antibiotics. I had an infectious disease doctor that I had to see for six weeks after I was released from the hospital. I was so sick. And I remember waking up from that surgery thinking, I'm going to die. And I had such fear that came upon me that I truly believed I was going to die. I was so scared. I remember a close friend of mine, she would come in every day to check on me and to visit me. And I remember every time she came in, I would say, am I going to die? I really need you to tell me the truth. Am I going to die? And every time she would say, Beth, you are not going to die. Everything's going to be okay. In that, in that moment, in that season I had to really trust the Lord. The fear felt so real to me that I truly was afraid that I was going to die. And I, I didn't want to leave my husband. I didn't want to leave my children. And in that moment, I really had to trust the Lord. Right before all that happened, um, about two months prior before I had that surgery and had got sick, I remember I was trying to think of a song. And it was an old worship song, and I just loved that song. And I kept trying to think of the name of that song, and I couldn't think of it. And so there I was two months later in the hospital in the ICU, and I was by myself. And I remember crying out to the Lord saying, God, I need to feel you near me. I need to know that I'm going to be okay. I need to know that I'm not going to die. And I had the TV on. I'll never forget this. That song that I'd been trying to remember two months ago, that was probably eight years old, 
They had it on TV. They had the person that sang that song on a TV show. And there he was singing that song. And I couldn't believe it. Here I had tried and tried to think of that song. And there he was singing that song. And I just felt the peace of God come in that hospital room. And it was God's way of telling me, you're going to be okay. You're going to make it. And we're going to go through seasons in life. And every season, there's going to be something, a challenge. You know, the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust. So there's going to be things that we go through in life, but we have to remember that we've got to trust God because if we don't trust him, that fear will just come and consume us. And in that moment, I just had to realize God loves me so much that he's just stopped everything to just remind me that he loves me so much. And the second thing that we have to do, not only do we need to trust in him, but we also have to stand on his promises. We've got to remember the promises that God has laid on our heart, the things that he said that he's going to see us through. We have to stand on those promises. When the waves come, when the winds come, you've got to know it's standing on those promises that you're going to have a firm foundation. You know, it talks in the Bible about the house that was built on the sand and the house that was built on the rock. And the rains came, the floods came, the wind came, but the house that was built on the rock could not be shaken. It couldn't be moved. And as you learn to stand on the promises of God, when the winds come, when the rains come, when all those things come and the floods come, you can know you're not going to be shaken because you are standing on a firm foundation, which is Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today Grab hold of those promises that God spoke to you. What are those things that he's promised you? Because in every season that we go through, whatever we're going through, he always comes and gives us a promise. He always comes and speaks something encouraging over our life and reassures us that he's with us, that he's always with us. There was a time when Stephen, he's my first son. I have three children, Stephen, Sophia, and Sarah. And they're all adults now. But Stephen was two and a half years old, my first child. And he had become sick and he was having febrile seizures. And these seizures were brought on by fever. Whenever his fever would spike, he would have a seizure. And we were at home one day and he was taking a nap. And all of a sudden, I just felt like I was supposed to go check on him. And I know that it was the Lord now. And so I went in to check on him. And as I did, he was in his crib and he was blue. He was not breathing. He was having a seizure. I had to call 911 and have them come and get him. That was one of the scariest moments that I'd ever faced with one of our children. Finding my child turning blue in a crib, not being able to breathe, having a seizure. And I remember whenever we got to the hospital, they started running tests, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on? Why is this happening? And we realized it was because he had an infection. It was caused from a fever. But I remember one doctor came in, a neurologist, and he was wanting to put Stephen on some medication. And I'm not telling you that if you're on medicine to quit taking medicine. I'm thankful for doctors. They've helped save my life. They've helped my husband. My husband has a mechanical heart valve. He has to be on blood thinners and he's got to take those 
But in this certain situation, we really believed after praying and getting wisdom and direction from mentors, we really believed Stephen was not supposed to take this medication that they wanted to put him on. And I remember telling the doctor, I, we don't want to put him on this medication. And that doctor tried to bring fear. And he said, you know what? Then you're never going to be able to leave him alone with anyone else because he may have seizures. And in that moment, we could have allowed fear to overwhelm us. And we would not be standing on the promise that God gave us. And we had to tell him, no, we know that he's not supposed to take the medication. So we got home with Stephen and nighttime came. And I'll be honest with you, I was afraid to leave him alone in his crib after coming in and finding him laying in the crib, having a seizure and turning blue. I was so afraid to leave him in that crib by himself. And what if it would happen again? What if he wouldn't, what if he would quit breathing and I wouldn't hear it on the monitor? What would I do? And so that night I made a bed in the floor and I, I laid there and I didn't, I did not sleep. I was so afraid and this went on for several days. I would make a bed in the floor. I would sleep by his crib. I just could not leave that room because I was so afraid. Fear had paralyzed me. I couldn't even see that I needed to trust the Lord. I was just so consumed with the fear. And then I'll never forget that one night that my husband come in and he said, honey, you've got to trust the Lord. We've got to stand on his promises and we've got to know he's going to take care of Stephen. And that night I went ahead and I let him sleep in his room by himself and I went to bed. And that night when I made the decision to trust the Lord, when I made that decision to stand on his promises, God spoke a scripture to me and he said that I have to walk by faith and not by sight. And I want to encourage you today, whatever situation you're facing, whatever it is that maybe you're fearful of, remember what God's word says. It says to walk by faith and not by sight. That was the promise that God had given me in that situation. So I had to take that, his word, his rhema word that was speaking to the situation because whatever season that you're in, whatever situation you're going through, he will give you a specific word and a promise to stand on if you listen and you trust him for it. And you know what? He wasn't mad at me because I wasn't trusting him at first. He wasn't mad at me that I was scared. He was a loving father that came over and said, hey, listen, stand on this. Walk by faith and not by sight. So I had to walk by faith and I could not go by my feelings. I couldn't go back and just live on how it looked. I had to trust the Lord. And so that night I learned what it meant in that situation with my child to trust the Lord. I learned what it meant to stand on the promise that he gave me for my child. And I had to do that. And when I did, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, it came in and it guarded my heart and my mind. And it gave me peace of mind that, you know what? He's going to be okay because God was taking care of him. We want to take care of our children, but you know, ultimately God's the one that knows how to take care of our children. He knows what's best and we have to trust in him. 
And the third thing that we need to do is we need to surrender. And it says in Psalms 37, it said, quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. So we have to surrender. We have to give it to the Lord. About six years ago, my husband had open heart surgery. He was born with a bicuspid valve and he had formed an aneurysm on his aortic root. And he had to have open heart surgery and have a valve put in. They put a mechanical valve in. And I remember being at the hospital and it was about the second day and it had been a really rough day for him. He was in excruciating pain. It had been so difficult for him. And I remember he finally was getting some rest and he was resting and I was sitting in the room and I was praying and I asked the Lord, God, I need your peace in this. This is my best friend. You know, my husband and I, we've been together since we were 15 years old. He's been my best friend since I was 15. And here my best friend was there, had just had open heart surgery. And there were a lot of what ifs. And I said, Lord, I just need you to come and help me with this. I don't want to be fearful that I'm going to lose him. And as I was praying, the Lord was faithful. He came in that room and gave me such peace. And I just praised the Lord and thanked him for it. And the thing of it is, is I want to encourage you today that God is here for you. The Bible says that he will never leave you and he'll never forsake you. Now, there may be times in our life that we may go away from him. We may get far away from him, but he never leaves us. And whatever situation that you're going through, whatever fear that maybe you have, I want to encourage you that God is there to take that fear from you. And when he takes that fear from you, he wants to give you peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. And that peace that I'm talking about is the peace that you're you're going through the situation and you're thinking, how in the world am I having such peace through this situation? That's the peace. That's the peace that surpasses all understanding. That That is the peace that God wants to give us in all the situations that we go through. Whenever I had my second pregnancy, Stephen was about three years old and I got pregnant with my second child and I was 11 weeks pregnant, I went into a doctor's visit for a normal routine doctor's visit and they couldn't find the baby's heartbeat. But they said, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. And uh, they went in and did an ultrasound. And I'll never forget the look on the doctor's face. The baby was there, but there was no heartbeat. I was devastated. It broke our heart that we lost a baby. And it was just heart-wrenching. And then five months later, I got pregnant with Sophia. And I was so excited to be pregnant, but I was so afraid. I was so afraid that what's what if I had another miscarriage? What am I going to do? And you know, and I found myself not being able to be as excited as I would have wanted to be because I was so fearful that what happened in the past was going to happen again in the future. And that's the thing with fear is fear is being afraid of what happened in the past that it's going to come back and do it in the future. And I remember going to a doctor's visit and I remember on the way there, I was so afraid that I was going to get there and they were going to say it again. Your baby doesn't have a heartbeat. 
But the Lord, this is the scripture that he gave me. I promised to stand on in the season that I was in. And it was, God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I took hold of that word, that promise. And I said, God, I thank you that you spoke that promise to me. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to be excited for what you're going to do. And I held on to it and I gave birth to a beautiful baby daughter, Sophia. God saw me through it. And that's what I want to encourage you. If there's something you're afraid of today, something you've lived in fear of, you don't have to do that any longer. You've just got to trust the Lord. You've got to stand on his promises and you've got to surrender. You've got to give those fear over to him. As I was preparing for this podcast, I wanted to come and share my heart on fear and how it's been a struggle for me and how it's something that I've dealt with. And and I still have to be on my toes with it. I still have to be ready. I still have to be prepared for when a situation comes that I'm not going to give in to fear, but I'm going to go back to Psalms 37 and I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to stand on his promise. And as I was praying for this podcast, I was praying for all of you that would listen to this podcast because every time I get ready to do this podcast, I'm praying for everyone that is ever going to listen to these podcasts. And I pray that it's going to be encouraging to you. But as I was praying, I felt that the Lord gave me something specific to share with you. I would, I just feel like the Lord is saying, fear not. I am here watching over you. I am your protection. I am your covering. I said in my word, he lives, he who lives in the shelter of the most high will find rest under the shadow of the almighty. Take refuge in me and bring everything everything that you're afraid of and let it go. Just hand it over to me. Some of you have been holding on to a fear since you were a child for a really long time and it's time to let it go. You are not meant to live in fear. I am going to envelop you with my peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. As you give me your fear, you are going to begin to have a peaceful life. You don't have to live in fear any longer. And that's what I believe God's saying to you right now. Let go of those fears. Some of you have even had specific fears since childhood. And God's just saying, turn them over to me today. It's okay. I love you. Just give them over to me. Praise God. God is so good. He's so faithful. I'm so glad that you all joined me. I hope that today was an encouragement for you, that it blessed you. Please remember to subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review because when you do that, I am able to help reach other people. I just want to close with this. I want you to know that I believe in you and I believe that God is doing a great work in your life and those fears are going to be God and he is going to just surround you with his peace. God bless you. I am praying for you. Thank you for joining us for the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a positive review.